You are now listening to Well, Well, Filling Out. Oh my, oh my God, did she just murder him? <laughs> oh no, his pussiness. Misandry. <laughs> yes, misandry. Oh, poor man. Ladies, serial killers are the best. Well, she's never going to get that stain out. Nothing says it's over like running over your ass. It had to be a woman. It had to have been a woman. Are you wearing it? Wait, how big were her breasts? <laughs> hear ye, hear ye. What up, what up, you hoes? If you are listening to this sound, that means that you did it. <laughs> you survived the year 2021. You did it. We did it. We're still here. We are still here. And it has been agony. It has felt like forever in this panini. But y'all, we're just over 30 days from the fucking premiere of the final fucking season of Goddamn Killing Eve. We have come so far. We have been through a lot. Right. And it's like, it's one of those bittersweet, like we're excited, but we're also in shock because yes, we're getting ready to start the next season of Killing Eve, but it's also the final season. Right. Right. And a lot of emotions and feelings come with that. You know what I'm saying? And this opening episode is a little late. We was trying to come in right for New Year's like we did last time at the start of Series 3, but y'all Rona had us fucked up. Yeah, there was Omarion, a big scare Omarion swept Touching through. everybody through Brooklyn. Right? Omarion said, New York City, you are fucked the fuck up. I don't think we've ever had a time where more people that we know and love have been fucking down. Down bad with the fucking virus, but it took weeks. But we are here, motherfuckers. We are here to muse. We are here to rant. We are here to give you our highest hopes to reapply our clown makeup contour like we did at the beginning of 2020 when we were still so green, still so fresh, still so naive right? about what the future had in store. But the enthusiasm <sighs> is still here, y'all. We can never lose that. It is. I mean, and I can't wait to see my favorite thespians uh, get it on. Get it on. Uh, Manifest the smash. Because right. it's still about asking for what you want. It's still about asking for what you deserve. And here we are back in this bitch. And you know what we doing at the disco? Because mm. if you think back to 70s in America, it was a time of strife. It was yes. a time of fucked upness and war, but also excellent music, excellent fucking tunes, dance parties, Studio fucking 54. And so we coming in with that same energy. Yes, the panini's still raging. Yes, it's absolutely <laughs> ridiculous. Yes, the BBC has still given us nothing, really, when it comes to behind the scenes for Killing Eve. But we still here, bitches. We still here. I was about to say something extremely rude at the beginning of that. Oh, wait. <laughs> Rude, rude that we have to edit out this podcast. Yes. Well, like, I was going to say, guess me later. what, guys? <laughs> we don't have to watch Kidback! Oh, but it's rude, but it's true. It's rude, but it's true. Maybe we'll leave the edit in. We'll leave it in the edit because we only want the best for Joe Dacoma. And sadly, we do not think that best lies with Mr. Ridley Scott there making was- fucking films about rape or Napoleon, who was a son of a bitch. You know, Just ask the Caribbean. Once upon a time, that director was in his prime, but the, those days have long They've since long. gone. Long, long since gone. I feel like that the end was Gladiator. That's where it was. And he still loves Joaquin, so they doing something else 20 years later. But should they, is the question. Narrator would say, no. No, <laughs> no they should not. Nay, nay, they should But enough shot. about Ridley Scott's aging career and aging ideas. Let's get back to the reason why we're here, which is motherfucking Killing Eve, y'all. Florona be damned, Omarion be damned, all the Destiny's Child variants be damned. You can't stop us or apparently Killing Eve because they done with the shooting. I just wish they would be done with the prepping of the trailers. Where are the trailers? Oh, facts. Where are they? Because we're just over 30 days out at the time of this recording and we have nothing but that teaser. That tiny ass fucking short ass fucking Sandra O in a wig teaser. And I feel like we've never been this starved as Killing Eve fans. I feel like the BBC has never been this fucking rude. I feel like in previous seasons, it wasn't just a month before the premiere day and we had no footages, no extended footages of what to expect. But, you know, new year, new times, new things, new stuff. And that's what's happening. Uh, but if there's one thing that always stays the same, it is damn rabbit fans and their behind the scenes photos. Oh, Yes, which is another major reason that we're here. We've not really perused what's out there, but we have been informed that there is stuff out there. There's a lot of motherfucking stuff. We've been afraid to check the inbox since we went back in time and went through all of those messages. <laughs> but we said, you know what? Let's let's not time let to them be, brave. be starved. Time right. to be brave. Let's, we'll Killing go Eve in. is coming back soon. Right. It's coming back in the month of love. Yes. So perhaps that means something. So we've yes. got our optimism. Optimism. Woo! And you know what? 
if we just gonna continue to be shady about projects that our favorite thespians <laughs> and artists are no longer doing that we're happy about, shout out to fucking Phoebe Waller Bridge getting the fuck off of Mr. and Master Smell. She said, with who's tied to that project? But Donald Glover. No, no, From the minute they announced that, I was like, ma'am, ma'am, I want better for you. And I just feel like whatever chemistry you will try to manifest with him, it won't be sufficient for the production and uh, just sufficient for anyone to want to watch because here's Phoebe and here's Donald. And y'all can't see my hands, but they not level. They not level. <laughs> and so I'm glad she has said goodbye and she's moving on to do something else great out of her galaxy brain, whatever the fuck she'll come up with. Hopefully it's misandry inspired, but it won't be a Mr. and Mrs. Smith remake and thank the gods. Thank you, Lily. Thank you. And for any bizarre chance, like if there was a random multiverse where you were staying on the project and Donald Glover was leaving, I would suggest to you a Mrs. and Mrs. Smith. Wait, did you say Mrs. and Mrs.? I said Mrs. I'm always going to be about the Mrs. and Mrs. Two assassins, they're married, but they don't know they work the other <laughs> side. Right. It gets spicy and right. really, really gay. Coming soon to a theater near you. I would spend all the money on that. I would. Producers, are you listening? I mean, these are money, money-making ideas, people. Whew, I mean, like, how did I have no Killing Eve on my TV for a full year? Like, how did how did that, you know what it, it was? It was longer than a year. It so. was it was longer. I mean, if it wasn't for, like, random sapphic properties, just sort of in the Dropping out of, and thank you to Lilith and all those other creatives that were like, here's a little bit of queerness, here's a little bit of a sundry to keep you going because the BBC got y'all fucked up. I was like, I am touch-starred for my one true pairing. I was. I was. And, and then, so was I. Because not only did we not have Killing Eve, there was no gentleman chat. Oh. And at least Saraya Jones was up there posting pictures to be like, one day, one day soon. But we know it's been dry, completely dry, like the fucking Sahara, like that Republican politician who said he'd never heard of WAP. That is what we Woo. are getting Woo. from Gentle Films. BBC, AMC, everyone behind the fucking show, they said, fuck y'all. Wait. And then they have the nerve to send tweets. Be patient. Be patient. Throwback Thursday. Do you remember oh this fucking God. Do you remember this fucking photo? Yes, we do! Because it's all we've had. For do you years. remember when we had content? Do you remember when we had promos? Do you remember when we had title cards? Where are they for series four? I don't know. Somewhere in the ether, in the multiverse, the metaverse. Which, speaking of multiverses and metaverses, that's what we're going to be doing a little bit today. Oh, and it's very needed. Musing from across the galaxy. Uh, And yes, it is indeed needed for Killing Eve because, wow, wow. This is the season that much is demanded and expected, but there are no guarantees that any (laughs) of those things will come (laughs) through. So, shit, shit. Jeez. Sometimes they say no news is good news, but I mean, I don't know. Is I, it? I, is it? I'm going to have to is pull it? from other universes my desires so that I can at least pretend. Pretend what maybe fanfic in this realm maybe actually text and shot. Shot. Frame for frame in another multiverse. Indeed. And so Indeed. I'm, I'm, I'm here to give you that good news. Those good tidings, since we have no trailers, <laughs> since we have no... <laughs> Since you have no, well, I was gonna say since we have no merch, but you know what? I I, oh, I not heard. The, the, I have heard the Mobuji candles that only the journalists got. <laughs> we have candles too. We do. We do. And some of ours are in champagne glasses. And you guys might be like, where are those damn candles? Behind the lock store. Y'all already know what the deal is. <laughs> but they will be available soon to everybody. <sighs> And I already know, since we don't have anything official to release, I know that there were rabbit fans that were near the sets, that got candid shots, Random and that took 50, 11 million photos, and those are probably leaked online. Probably. I mean, I wouldn't know. I personally didn't go and check. You should expect but, nothing less from Killing Eve. Nothing but leaks, leaks galore. But I did notice that the inbox was not empty, so that means that there are things in there that, one way or another, we are going to respond and react to. So. We are going to respond and we are going to fucking react. And so, shall we? Is it about that time to move the party into revelations? Oh, are there murmurings about? Uh, uh, Is that rhetorical, good sir? Are, are there whispers in the wind? It seems like there are. <laughs> it seems like the embargo is still there, but somebody potentially has seen a screen or somebody has potentially seen a first episode because people have fucking opinions about what's happening in Killing Eve. Well, like they know. They know. Sally's out here leaving quotes. Oh. So it's time to investigate that shit. Up, it's time to see what is going on between the lines and revelations. What's going on between the lines? What's going on between <laughs> the lines? <laughs> it's already live in this motherfucking studio. Thoughts and prayers for you and for us in the duration of this podcast. Here we go. Killing Eve Revelations. Revelations. <laughs> 
<laughs> Yo, did that really just fucking happen? I'm dead. <laughs> Questions? I guess potentially. <laughs> it's the way I haven't even been trying to look at articles. Right, because all, all they do is upset you. And by you, I mean the reader. Anyone who reads an article hoping to gleam information about Killing Eve. And then all they find is horror and pain. Horror and pain. So <laughs> let me let me start with this revelation from TV Insider. Posted on January 21st, 2020. All right. Would you like to know what the title is? Sure. The title is Killing Eve. What's in store for Eve and Villanelle's final season reunion? <laughs> <laughs> there are things I don't like about this, uh, this title. No, we're starting out foul. We're starting out foul. We're starting out foul. They said reunion. Mm. And reunion would imply a partners. Right. Like, a partners. Where, where was the disunion? That's- okay, Kate Hahn, writer of this article. What else you got to say? Let's read. Okay, here we go. The article begins. The reunion we've been dying for. This. <laughs> It happened at the end of the season, but sure. Okay, okay, okay. Candace, keep it together. You're only one sentence in, bitch. All right. The reunion we've been dying for. The spy thriller's fourth and final season electrically reconnects bureaucrat-turned-agent Eve Blastry, played by Sandra Oh, and assassin Villanelle, played by Jodie Comer, last seen trying to part ways forever on London's Tower Bridge. <laughs> it's been several months. <laughs> What does it's been several <gasps> months mean? Oh, what does it dear. mean? Oh dear. It's they <laughs> this, Oh my god. Is this article is this article gonna be my villain origin story? I don't What does it mean? It's been several um, months. Let me guess. I know. Some it, tourists found a pair of lesbians on the bridge <laughs> staring at each other for no reason. <laughs> no words were exchanged. And and Magically, what, there was they a hospital. Ro- well, they would have had to leave with one of them so that they were then separated to then be reunited several months fucking later, as said in this article. Let me finish. <sighs> it's been several months, but the mutually obsessed pair, quote, knew they could avoid each other for only so long. End quote. Says Killing Eve executive producer and Thanos of all things sapphic and lovely. Sally Wooder General. That last bit was my no addition. I mean, but it's 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 a proper it is. It's so it's, what have you learned so far? That somebody has spoken to Sally and Sally has communicated a time jump. A time jump. But why premiere Killing Eve during Queer History Month? Oh well. And say that we're not premiering. In unity, like why? Why are we? Why are we reu- chasing a reuniting? What? Um, why are we flash forwarding for plot? We have plot. We're in. We are surrounded by plot. We are neck deep in plot. <laughs> I, I. It doesn't make sense. Maybe there's more information in this article for it it to make sense. Now, don't hold me to that shit. This is TV Insider, but I'm trying to hold out hope. Okay, so the article continues. Villanelle has tiptoed down a religious path. Oh, oh, it's the Villanelle come to Jesus moment. It's real. It's real. Quote, she wants to prove to herself and to others that she's not a monster. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm just, I was mulling that over and I need to leave it to musings. The sentence was, she wants to prove to herself and to others that she's not a monster and quote from Gentle. Eve, meanwhile, Eve, meanwhile, has lost everything. Again, I thought the bitch didn't, you know what? Candace, musings, musings. Eve, meanwhile, has lost everything. She is trying to give purpose to all the death and destruction. And quote, the EP explains by quote, doing something terrible to the 12. End quote that powerful shady group responsible for so much bloodshed and by the way Villanelle's employers Villanelle still got a job? I she got I, a job? I can't imagine she got a job? her still having a job. Villanelle still has a job that's what happened at the end that's of season 3? A job. So Eve Pilastri is now going after a job? the 12 is Eve Pilastri versus the 12. A job. Is it, it was, you know what? No. No! There's more. 
I did not mention that at the top of this article, there is that picture of Villanelle that we've seen. It looks like she's in a church and she's wearing some fucking communion outfit. It's all white. She's over a fucking, I don't know, was it a cauldron? I don't know what the fuck it was. But she's standing over something and she's looking pious and it's disturbing. And the second picture in the article is of Eve Palastri in disguise from what we saw in that teaser in a blonde wig and some sunnies and a trench coat. And underneath that trench coat photograph, it says, Villanelle and Eve's cohort, MI6 bigwig Carolyn, played by Fiona Shaw, has been demoted and is being kept on a short leash after shooting a colleague involved with the 12. She and Eve would both like to find Villanelle's on-the-run handler, Constantine, to avenge one particular murder. They better not be talking about Kenny, bro. We are they bringing Kenny back. They better not be talking about Kenny. We're going to spend but season why, but, four. But why would they be talking about Kenny when Constantine was on his fucking knees? And if Carolyn really wanted to handle that shit, she could have bat bat both Paul and Constantine. And that actually would have been fly as fuck for a season finale. Where... So what so we're what, doing what, is we're is it, we're distracting from Villeneuve in series four oh to chase God. Constantine because oh. Carolyn got demoted? Uh, evidently, evidently, Carolyn is demoted. So this person has likely seen the season premiere, perhaps episode two, episode three. Like we said, somebody has seen it. They are out to the press, people. Killing Eve premieres in like a fucking month. So somebody's checking shit out. And how else are we talking about what's happening in season four unless it's direct knowledge from screening the fucking episodes or someone telling you, like, as we have these quotes in the article from Sally Woodard Gentle. Sally has said this is what's happening. The follow-up sentence to that about avenging one particular murder was, and as, quote, a woman who was alive to her abilities, end quote, Eve, Gentle notes, is very prepared to kill. Okay, girl, we already... Like we established that was Dark she, Eve, she rose. She crushed Dasha. She rose. She been rising. Already. She been like, rising for two seasons. Three seasons, actually. The whole show, if we want to be honest. So is the rise of Eve supposed is this the thing? Uh, are you spoon feeding are we supposed it to, to be people? That right. Eve is ready to kill. That's, that's, is it supposed to be a surprise? <sighs> All right. Okay. The article finishes with the trio will link up as Killing Eve goes globetrotting again. And in parentheses, they have Germany, Spain, Russia. And there's potential for an Eve Villanelle <laughs> mission. There's potential, Terrence. There's potential. There's potential for a mission. Not confirmed. Potential for a mission. Oh, 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 this is going to, you're going to love this. The actual final sentence is, add two new female assassins and the 12 might just need to rebrand. Wait a minute. So we're adding people in the final what? season. What? For what? So Wait. that we can be introducing them so they can die? Wait. Wait. Is that why? Terrence. Terrence, they said, if you, when you add two new female assassins, you know, the 12 might just need to rebrand. With a lower number. I'm like, is that, is that what? I don't know what that means. I don't know how you expect this to make any sense. So the article said that these two Someone new assassins replacing were Rayanne? not already. Uh, is this Rayanne's replacement? In turn 46? With even less skills. TBD on that. TBD. Because the 12 seems to only employ chumps. <laughs> Y'all, Terrence is just staring up at the ceiling. What do they expect me to do? I mean, I anticipate Misandry with the two new assassins. Oh, oh please. I, it goes without oh, let saying. Let me not be a pessimist. Sure, Misandry. But <laughs> Do I Villeneuve was like right up to my lips by the finale. And now I don't see Villeneuve mentioned at all. Oh, there was um, potential. Oh, yeah. Potential. A potential, potential. mission. But if the right. mission is not to get that. Right. Oh. <laughs> Killing Eve is homophobic. Look, if they deny Eve that fucking O with a human, I am going to be upset because we already know Candace is at rock bottom. Candace is in hell. My expectations are in hell for Eve Palastri and her queer journey. Where I'm saying just let this bitch get an O with some woman somewhere. In the club? At the bar? Someone she beats on the street if it's not going to be Villanelle. And Terrence, if we make it out this fucking show without Eve hooking up. Once. Without a single hookup from Eve with someone other than Nico Palastri in which she dropped to her fucking knees. Terrence, I don't I don't know. Like what I'ma do. We had the I don't the know proxy do. penis. We had that. But I might, I might try to fight Phoebe. 
I mean, I might be that irrational where I'm like, Phoebe Waller Bridge, come to Brooklyn because I got to fight you for not staying with the show. I got to fight you for not writing season three and four because why have you done this to me? Now, maybe this is premature. Maybe this is premature. I don't think it is, but maybe it's premature. And Laura Neal, we trust. And is it? Laura Do we? we trust. I don't. It's this getting is hard. Scary. It's getting really hard. It's scary. It's scary. Scary hours, but not in a good way. You know, I feel like people say scary hours for sports and they're like, oh, it's about to get, it's about to get scary. But no, this is scary hours. Real bad. This what? is. This is titane scary. The article. I am shook. The article is telling us to anticipate a flash forward. Again, I don't understand why. It doesn't serve. Several months. It doesn't serve anything. And then Villanelle's in the church. (laughs) Look, I'm not going to ask you to muse on Villanelle. Oh. In the uh, church. Just, Just yet. I just wanted to note that it's looking locked in, bitch. It's looking locked in. That the opening scene of Villanelle in season four, that I would, I think I'm to the place where I would put money on it. That that opening frame is her in a fucking church. That is the opening frame. She is not with Eve. It's not like anything that I conjured, that missing pilot or a script idea that people like Candace posted fan fiction. I was like, never. Um, <laughs> it is so far away from all that given the turmoil the confusion the absolute disarray that we were in at the end of season three despite getting the ballroom it's because we got that bullshit at the bridge that left a lot of questions open terrence what is happening so so they said eve has nothing and i ask you what did eve have you know should I save it for musings? Should I not ask these questions? Should I save it for musings? Because I just this because this is very I'm much going to get to. I, these won't be based on facts. Where's the ganj? I, I am just, so distraught. Is this <laughs> I need a drink. I need some booze. We're, we're recording this shit out of order to. because we don't know what's going on. Right? Is this like a movie? I've been lied back? to, hoodwinked, bamboozled, led astray. <laughs> All those photos of the writers room. Oh, Charles, that's gonna get very gay. <laughs> Wait, they did say that. They did me. say that. Maybe they were trolling us. This doesn't sound very gay to it me. It doesn't sound gay at all, as a matter of fact. And you had extra months to mull over the scripts because we Yo, were in the panini? Carolyn's demoted? Is that what's happening? Eve is trying to still fuck with the 12. Okay. And she's teaming up with Carolyn, who said she was done fucking with the 12. Is that right? Because I feel like there was a line at the end of season three where Eve was the only one upset. Yes. Villanelle agreed. Carolyn agreed. But Eve was like, Nobby, what you mean? Which means we're said, done. Yes, I think we should give up cold turkey. That, that was no, that's what she said. She let Constantine leave. Constantine was directly responsible for her son's murder, but she let him leave. But according to this article, she wants revenge for a particular death that who else would it be but Kenny? Unless you're telling me Constantine marks Geraldine. And honestly, I don't know if I'd be upset if Geraldine getting murked. That's fucked up, y'all. I know it is. I just. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Geraldine. And I don't really feel like Geraldine's motivating Carolyn to do a damn thing. So Carolyn's not motivated to kill Constantine over Kenny, but she's going to kill Constantine over Geraldine, who she sent away at the end of season three. Oh, she did send her away, but did she go? We'll find out because, you know, months and maybe Geraldine's going to be like, and now look at you. You don't have a son. You don't have your career. What do you have? Wait, is that supposed to be Geraldine? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) You think Demma Demma (laughs) Whalen... You really think Gemma Whalen coming back, bro? Should we check the IMDb? I'm afraid. I'm afraid, too. I've purposely not looked for these things because I just, you know, I'm trying to hold on to my hope for as long as possible. I'm trying to hold on to optimism. I'm trying to hold on to possibilities of joy. <laughs> but Killing Eve, Sagental Films, AMC, BBC, you guys are determined to take my joy from me and don't think I don't see you. Two years in this panini and this what y'all doing? All right. Help. I need I need I need support. I need help. Someone. Anyone? Please come to my aid. I'm in need. I'm in need of comfort. This doesn't comfort me. This article was And this is and this article was based on an excerpt from the TV Guide's 2022 preview issue, which I have not purchased or read. I wonder if there's more stuff in that article. Let me see. Wow, TV Guide still wants you to, like, buy their shit to read it? You can't even... <laughs> yeah, that's Sorry, nice. guys. I have just realized this because I went to the website and they have a picture of what this issue looks like. On the cover is Outlander. Law and Order. What? 
Sorry, this caught me off guard. The front of the thing says Law and Order, the original returns. What the fuck for? SVU is the mightier show. Leave it at that. And there's also The Crown, The Boys, Winter Olympics. Yo! So Killing Eve didn't even make the cover. We down bad, y'all. We down bad. We down bad. We can't even make the TV Guide cover over The Crown. Or the boys. We lost, well, wow. I think we lost series three to 1984. I feel like that's right. Yo, they said, let's put Law and Order on the cover over the faces of Sandra O oh and Jodie Comer. We are down bad, officially. I think it's time we acknowledge this as a fandom because it gets easier to go forward when you realize that you are indeed down bad and in the muck. What'd you say? Uh, I need, what do I need? Well, first I agree. But what I need is... I'm going to need some uh, Benedetta shenanigans from Villanelle. What? You mean like none Benedetta? Yes. Oh, dear. I don't know if I'll get it, (laughs) but it would be nice if she's over here like, but I'm not amongst it, but I'm not amongst it. She sees what is happening to these other women in the comments. She's like, they need liberation. <laughs> and it's like, but I'm not amongst oh it. Well, actually, if my monster's freeing these women, then maybe this is what I could be doing with my life. And then that's the th- and then that's her path. But they still got the pathology of Villanelle all fucked up for me because it's like, is she more disturbed by her mom saying she's a monster or Eve thinking she's a monster? And depending on which that is, how does it exactly track? How does it exactly I'll just leave that out there. The musings, you don't have to answer me now. That is the conclusion of this article from TV Insider with quotes from TV Guide, which we cannot get to. And TV Guide also said, fuck Killing Eve. You're not even going to get a cover. All right? How the mighty have fallen. I was fallen. about to say, how from the, the mighty, mighty ad dollars have fallen. When everyone was like, throw my commercial fuck. in there, advertise fuck. my thing. To the final season where they're like, oh, we have swag. Oh, we have lingerie. I'm just saying, Terrence, where are the covers for magazines if the shit premieres in February and we're at the end of January? Where are the Usually magazine covers came two months, three months ahead of time. Is Entertainment Weekly even going to give us? Nah, they said yellow bitches to the back. They said yellow jackets to the front. And I don't even know if that's true. I don't know if yellow jackets are to the front. But if they were to the front, Terrence, I could understand that. Because yellow jackets got more bitches doing cooler shit at this moment in time. Uh, and the queer vibes that are, well, they're, they're text. It's, it's the text. It's, it's right the there. Text. There's vibes and waves and vibes and, and waves. And so, wow. Even if they was like, we giving this shit to Wheel of Time, it's, it's relevant. Because they, too, have the waves, the vibes, the misandry, the queerness. So I, I just, I feel like I need a moment. Y'all, we're going to have to take a commercial break because I need to mourn for a second. I need to get right with the fact that this is where Killing Eve is. This is where we are in the pantheon of queer goodness in media that we can't get a fucking cover. We can't get the cover square over law and order. And it wasn't even, it wasn't, it wasn't Mariska Hardigay's face. Do you understand? It wasn't that actress who I can't remember. Remember she was the DA? Deep voice? She okay, ended up being yeah, yeah. in um that cop show that queer baited. Uh, no, no, you're right. right. So you know who I'm talking about. It wasn't her face. It was the old dude. The old dude. That was the yeah. most annoying old dude for the original. So um, we'll be back. I'm going to take a pause. Um, we'll return. Enjoy the elevator music. Thank you. Oh, my God. And we're back, guys. We're back. Did some yelling, some ranting, a little bit of sapphic meditation to try to recenter ourselves before we jump into the next article we discovered. In the interim for revelations, revelation. Ah, I feel delirious. Let me, where's my booze? You know what? Take it away. Okay. Terrence, thank you so much. Uh, so this article from Deadline is uh, titled, mm, well, it was released January 13th, 2022. Mm-hmm. And the title is Killing Eve. Camille Cotton upped to series regular for season four. Three more cast. Oh, that sounds like your favorite news. Uh, yeah, because, you know, all <laughs> the new people. You love new people on Killing Eve. Let's give it up for the three new people. Sorry, sorry. For the more people who need screen time. I'm acting less. out and I need to try to get myself under control. Go ahead and read. 
BBC America has announced new cast for Killing Eve ahead of the premiere for the fourth and final season of the acclaimed drama series. Camille Cotin, who recurred as Helene in season three of Killing Eve, Lady has been Red. promoted to series regular for the upcoming season. Additionally, Anjana Vassan from We Are Lady Parts. But I don't know what that is. And Robert Gilbert from The Tragedy of Macbeth. I know what that is. It's very good. Have joined as series regulars. And Marie-Sophie Ferdane from I Am Not an Easy Man. Uh, okay, okay. Will recur in the series starring Sandra Oh and Jodie Comer. So that's two women and one man. Now, I'm just gonna... I should save it for music, but I'm just gonna throw a wild guess considering what the other article from, what was it, TV Line or whatever the fuck said that, oh, these two women are the two new assassins working for the 12, right? Because they said two new assassins. It's possible the dude is an assassin, but we're gonna try to go with the favor of Lilith and say it is the two women. Yeah, the two women, I could see that definitely being the new assassins. Maybe the dude, maybe he's the next, uh, no, let's hope not. Oh, I know exactly you're about to say. Not Mo Jafari. Listen, the next person to die, right, the next right. person the cast shirt. to be a red shirt. Right, right. right. It's very likely true. How many new dudes in Killing Eve make it to the end? Only um Hugo. And that's because he's suing the 12. Not Hugo. Oh, what no, was the dude suing... that was doing heroin? Oh, wait. And it was ultimately a useless storyline. I forget his name. But you remember he was working for the hot desk oh, right. company. Oh, yeah. But they got raided and yeah. Oh, Lord. Lord, <laughs> Jamie. Also Bear. Yeah, Bear. Okay. They oh, survived. But hopefully we oh, won't dear. see them. But also, we know that their storyline was entirely pointless, having watched season three. That it was a really long road to get to Constantine being the killer when we already suspected from episode one that Constantine was involved. Uh, you know what? Let's not go down Kitty that road. fell off the roof on this one. And we've seen the roof. No, we've seen the roof. But I guess <laughs> it wasn't enough for Carolyn to kill him then. But months later, she she marinated and sat on it and said, OK, murder. I'm sorry. I keep telling you back to you. You need to take over and finish reading the article. Okay. Mm. In season four, Eve, Villanelle, and Carolyn are in very different places. Following Eve and Villanelle's exchange on the bridge, the former is on a revenge mission, while the latter has found a brand new community in an attempt to prove she's not a monster. So, so they're separated. Was... They're separated. To quote Avril Lavigne, why you gotta go make things so complicated? So gentle. The way you're acting is making me frustrated. I just... Here, okay. Let me let me. <clears throat> gonna continue. Having killed Paul, Carolyn goes to extraordinary lengths to continue to chase down the twelve and the person that ordered Kenny's hit. You know, after she said quitting cold turkey. So I'm still running Avril Lavigne lyrics in my head. Was there a revelation in that last sentence? <laughs> uh, don't I don't. I'm think in shock. So. I'm in shock because it's basically. Um, confirming what the other article said. So whatever screeners they're getting, they both got them. And they're both saying the same things are going down. Helene, introduced in season three, is the most high up member of the 12 revealed so far. Vassan plays Pam, a young new assassin in training. Pam is an outsider whose work in the family funeral business was solace for her despite her bully of a brother. Uh, Huh? So... (laughs) <laughs> so <laughs> Pam will be an assassin Pam and um, it's because um, she was I guess discovered no, her we, you know her family business skills maybe I don't know it didn't say she was an assassin in training hmm. so so wait 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 <laughs> why does article got us fucked up I need to roll it back so I can fully comprehend between the revelations and Avril Lavigne lyrics I am completely lost in the sauce so this article said to us just now, through your lips, okay, that Helene, who was introduced in season three, is the highest member of the 12 we see. That's true. And then they said, Vassan plays Pam, a new assassin in training, implying the 12. So my first question is, why the fuck is the 12 involving an assassin in training when it comes to Villanelle and Eve? Why the hell? <laughs> if you're the lady in red and your fucking intern, your boudoir mate, Got murked, all fucked up, like, in the train station. We got the footage. She never stood a chance. But you said, let me get Pam, assassin in training, and put mm-hmm. that on Villanelle and Eve. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Chest mm-hmm. crushing mm-hmm. Eve? Okay. So we, we can see the recipe already. Oh, wait, there's also Oh, yeah, there's no, there's, there's more. My bad. Please continue. Uh, 
Gilbert portrays Yusuf. Warm and charismatic, Yusuf is an ex-army alpha bad boy who works with Eve and helps her on her mission of revenge. Okay, I'm sorry. I gotta stop you again. Help! I, da, 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 da. Help! I, I... Help! So, please, 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 please. Help me! Let's, uh... So I have to deal wait, with wait, this wait. man's ego? Like someone <laughs> wrote lies for him to say. Hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. I have additional questions. Because it's said that Pam was an outsider who worked in the family funeral business, which was a solace for her, despite her bully of a brother. Question one, why the fuck do we know this much about Pam, Terrence? Why do we know about Pam? I think that we opened up. What about up, Rayanne? I think we Rayanne? Op- Excuse me. Rayanne, do you know about her family we, life? We don't know anything about Rayanne. We don't know shit about Rayanne. I think that we open up the Pam? same way how we did the Dasha flashback. Oh, my God. We're going to get oh, Pam shit. killing her brother oh, in the intro to series four. I'm not even mad at you, and... Mr. Pilastri, because you were right about a lot of ridiculous shit that I did not want to accept last season, so I'm going to let it ride. That is a lot to this know. This is your prediction? This is, is your fucking is, prediction? Is she the one that's... Um... That Pam opens up the show with a flashback at the funeral. Being bullied by her brother, and that's how this writer knows that this is what her story is. But then, Terrence, you said Gilbert, who portrays Yusef, that he's warm and charismatic, that he's ex-army. So that means Yusef has lines to say, I'm ex-army. I think that he's the one that was, 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 remember those leaked photos of Santa O and some dude and they were dressed similar? Ooh, and it looked like they were making out or locking or whatever. They were choking each other. Yeah. I'm thinking that's the dude. So here's the question. Here's another question. I'm not expecting you to have real answers. I'm just putting it out there. Why the fuck is Eve working with a man? I need help. I don't know. That's her choice? That's what she's decided? I, I do not know. Where did she find him? She has no job. The article before says she had nothing. She doesn't I... even have a Rolodex. So who the fuck did she call to have, how do they describe him? An alpha bad boy. Ooh. I feel like I sound like young aside, I Ooh. Aside from <laughs> Bill. I'm upset. And even Bill is like on some teetery road. Eve has yet to find a competent male in any position that they've held in any industry. Whatever. Man. Ever. So I, I don't get how she's <sighs> here with... Is she, this article done? She hired security to, to, to protect Frank. Security went down. Like, like no matter... Every dude. Is this article done? Oh, oh sorry. No, there is more. Just mm. my anger. Stress me out. Oh, okay. Let's see. For Dan plays Gun, an assassin with even more issues than Villanelle. I don't know what that line means. <laughs> I don't know why Wait. this line was included Wait. in the article. <laughs> okay. I just, everything about what we're reading today is extremely inflammatory to my piece. Even more issues than Villanelle. What that mean? That's, that's what I want to know. Mommy and daddy issues, because they told us last season that apparently Villanelle's issues are because she got mommy issues. So does Verdane, Verdane have mommy and daddy issues? Is that how she outdoes Villanelle? And tell me, Terrence, how do we find out that Verdane has more issues than Villanelle? Is she going to be getting that much time? Are they going to be scenes with Villanelle? Is she in the church? No, they said she was an assassin. Okay, all right. Okay. I just, I don't, I don't... So we going to be getting scenes with the lady in red just talking to these assassins, just absent of like plot movement involving our other three pronged tripod of, of badass women being Carolyn, Eve, Villanelle. You're just moving your head. Because I don't know and... what to say because I don't know what's true. I'm going to call you Pam. Like, I don't know what this means. Like, I, I don't is know. Is it done? I keep asking if oh, this oh, is sorry. done. No, there is more. Oh, my God. Mm. Oh, my God. Executive producers for the upcoming season are Sally Woodward Gentle, Lee Morris, Phoebe Waller-Bridged, Gina... Phoebe Waller-Bridged. <laughs> Damon Thomas, Laura Neal, and Sandra O. <laughs> the fourth and final season of Killing Eve premieres Sunday, February 27th on BBC American and AMC Plus. And Monday, February 28th on AMC. Oh, say so doing that a day episode early and we have to pay for AMC Plus? I wow. another I think they were gaming at we getting the episodes a week early on AMC Plus. And I don't know if that's locked in, but I feel like that's true. But it looks like it's at least a day, which has happened before a bunch of times with stars and some other people that, you know, you get it 
a day before the episode drops, but I gotta oh my God. gotta subscribe all over again. Right, Cotton, known for her role as Andrea Martel in the French comedy drama series "Call My Agent," yes, can currently be seen in Ridley Scott's House of Gucci alongside Adam Driver. And Don't do Lady that. Gaga. You lead with Lady Gaga <laughs> first of all. <laughs> you lead with Gaga Driver. That's what you Lady. do. What a mess. She's currently filming Golda opposite Helen Mirren for Oscar-nominated director Guy Nativ. Uh, and these oh, film credits for who? Oh, for Youssef? Do I feel like reading all that? No, I don't. I don't think you do. I and don't. do I care? He I did Ray Play One. Not. Good for him. Golda Shaw was good. Good for mm-hmm. him. Big boys, whatever. He's read by A3 artists. Why do I? What? Let's it's, uh, okay. go past that. I don't know what any of this is. It's probably just credits. Um, if that's what you're looking yeah, at, they probably are, just, mm-hmm. they're trying to be like, you saw these actors last over here and you'll see them next over here. Yep. That is, then that is the article. The article has been concluded. And what did Great. they do? Great. So we have thespians they, coming oh. to the show who are competent. That's never been an issue with the Killing Eve casting. You always get extremely competent thespians. Thanks for keeping up the good work. What is in question is the motherfucking plot. What is in question is why have we employed these competent thespians there's to do what there's so much that we know about people that aren't mm. eve palastri and villanelle and villanelle so does this mean that i'm going through episode one with two percent but eve palastri you know what? and me... like five percent villanelle is that what i have to look forward to on episode one a flashback of somebody who's not either of them a flashback of somebody who is not from mi6 then a time jump. <laughs> Where does circus music at? Why did you think this was a good idea? Is the goal step right up? Is the goal of season four to the Wow Wow Villanelle Clown Show, where Candace and Terrence are here in full clown makeup contour, preparing for series four? Actual tears. He's crying actual tears. Remember how random people who have gotten into Killing Eve after the fact would finish series three and go, actually, I really like series two. Yo. Are you telling me? Remember, you just said that shit. <laughs> yes. And I was like, that's what series three does for you. It gives you the appreciation you should have had for Emerald from Jump. We were like two of the only people really standing in the gap for Emeralds when people were fucking pissed about that series finale and Eve getting shot and they're not going off to Alaska. And now hindsight is truly 20 motherfucking 20. We out here with Eagle's vision. And so instead of Lauda deciding to buck the trend, buck the trend, Terrence has predicted that Lauda will open the show with a flashback of one of these new assassins. And it looks like my worst prediction will come true in that even Villanelle are separated. And not only that, not only that, it's been months. Again, it's Why? been months. Again, flash forward. So the, where did that fervor go? What energy? Yo, Eve better be fucking bitches. But they haven't said anything. So I know Eve isn't fucking women. She's apparently running around with Carolyn to find Constantine for some weird reason when Constantine was in a bitch living room. At the end of series three. If she's running around with Carolyn, is she also then running around with this army dude on the low to learn how to fight? And, to, and where did she and find an army 12? dude? Questions! Craigslist? Like, where do you find an alpha male who apparently is available for fucking undercover work? When they said Eve has no fucking job. They said Eve has nothing. They said Carolyn got demoted. Okay, <laughs> Carolyn's demoted. So what the fuck are they doing? I think someone from the 12 was like, go go get the Asian lady with the turner. Just go. Additional question. <laughs> Additional question for this revelations that has no order, no structure. What the fuck is a spinoff doing? Healthy pregnant say, pause. Healthy pregnant pause. A spinoff? Well, you know, we, they've mentioned it. They've talked about it, about the possibility. And we have said on this podcast that any Killing Eve spinoff that doesn't involve Villanelle and Eve is nothing anybody wants, especially when all they've done is undermine the 12 since series one. Frankly, I won't say that Emerald undermined the 12 because they were still sufficiently intimidating. And that drama was felt up until Raymond showed up and was talking spicy to Villanelle. And so, all right, let's be fair. 
series three is the start of the the twelve being nonsense because we get none of the payback. Right, there none were of the energy a we expected. Right, there many were... a threat was levied. Many a caution was put out there. Even Carolyn was like, "Oh, you want to be on your own? I I wouldn't advise that." And so, how do we then just open up in series three and Eve is working at a restaurant? sleeping in a, a trash bin that is masquerading as an apartment because <laughs> nobody is checking for her. That's the real reason. They wanted us to believe that, oh, it's because she's blending in to London. Just a regular person. It's like, no, no one's fucking looking for her. Because if they were, I, I'm pretty sure they would have found Eve Pilastri working at that fucking restaurant. Same as Carolyn did. If Carolyn has the resources to know where Eve is, surely the 12 does. Unless, of course, the 12 is a worse gang than the fucking Crips. Unless, of course, the 12 is worse than the kids that bully you. On the schoolyard in elementary school. That's the 12. Yeah, it was series three that was like, wait, this show's based off of books? What'd that mean? <laughs> uh, that it was like, what? There was lore, actual lore that that's ironclad? No, we can we can stretch the lore. What? Uh, Villano had a surviving father? No, Villano had a surviving mother. Mother. Oh, you're talking about, what's that dude? I always. Listen, I. Luke? Jennings or something. Yes, something. <laughs> Whatever. Right. I just, I want to find a happy place in these articles. There is no happy place. This is like that show, The Good Place. This is the (laughs) bad bad, place. Right. This This is is the the bad bad place. place. It's the bad place. We started with such, I mean, am I lying a little bit? No, we did start. Like we said, we're going to go in with delusional hope. We're going to go in with irrational optimism because that's how we ride. And these articles literally did a one-two punch, kicked me in my solar plexus, and then slapped me in the fucking face. They better not. I've never been beat up like that before. (laughs) They better not give me the reunion. And they're like, remember those first few months, how happy we were? And it's like, what? Excuse me? There were months and you were happy and we don't get that? Wait, what? Like, what if when the reunion happens, they're like, remember those first few months? Where we're, where we're <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> so you want to see me run through a wall like the like, Kool-Aid man. That's so what you, you want? You, that's you, what you want. I don't want that's a relationship off screen. That's what Sally wants. But More. I just feel like something similar is going to happen. Don't, like a, reli- don't, a whole don't, relationship don't, happened don't do this off to me. screen. And we get the aftermath of, of them breaking up or whatever. Separating temporarily. Whatever it is. <laughs> And so now we get we get Eva Villanelle on the, a break. That's what we get. On some friends shit? No, 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 no. No. I don't know what the fandom will do. Because that's the kind of, like, that's some sort of weird, fucked up, like, psychological warfare. You know, yes! where you give the fans what yes! they want by not giving us any of what we want. By saying the relationship happened off screen and they broke up, they fought, but we're not going to show you any of it. And if they don't give us a flashback, which, when do they? Unless it's a flashback we don't need. Um... You're breathing heavy. I'm sorry. No, it's, just... it's fine. It's understandable. We are under siege. <laughs> we, are, we are at war. Remember when we were younger and there was like a writer strike and then everyone was like, we don't know what to... You mean the hero <laughs> days? Right, right. And it was like, we don't know how to resolve. We don't know. Um, let's just... Um, we'll... <laughs> Rise of the villain. Something. And we, we will do something else. Oh, my gosh. This news saddens me. I don't know how to and feel. And it saddens me <laughs> right. every day. Every day. Right. They better not give me a relationship. Happened already off screen. Oh, she magically recovered. Oh, she found out that, that Villanelle was married and that started the, oh, whatever. the fight. Right. Like, I just. The Spanish wife that has been left? <laughs> Is she going to show up to the church and be like, Villanelle, it's you? What was her name? Sophia, right? Was it Sophia? Oh, I don't know if the character's name was ever spoken. Sophia tried to get an annulment, and they said yes. Because <laughs> Villanelle was missing in action. She spent all that money just to be left at the reception. But she said she would follow me anywhere. Like, yeah, well, well, I guess it's over. She was talking that shit, Sophia. Or was it Maria? Damn. Now maybe I'm confused. Maria. <laughs> Maria. Uh, right. Maybe it was Maria. It potentially was. Sorry, y'all. But... What can be expected but brain cheese after what we just encountered? Between TV line and deadline, the line has been crossed. It's been established and it's been crossed. Are we going to get Jealous Eve? I don't know what we're going to get. Jealous Eve how? Where? Villanelle's Villanelle's in a fucking convent. Villanelle's at the church because she doesn't want to be a monster. So naturally you go to the Catholic church, right? Oh my God. No, let me not. Shots. I need to. 
fired. Well, I just wondering, like there's charities, like there's homeless people to feed Villanelle. There's people you can rob, like Robin Hood, steal from the rich, give to the poor. You're good at it. But you said, let me go to the Catholic Church and light candles to not be a monster. Is that is that what I'm getting? Is that what the root is? I, I, uh, is it supposed to be serious or funny, writers? How serious is my face right now, Terrence? Because I'm serious. Uh, like, I don't I don't know if she's going to... Is it humor or is it real? We don't know. I hope that it's what all BS. What do you prefer? What do you prefer? I BS? want her to humor? see that her being in that church, she's still surrounded by corruption. And that it's all, it's all fucked up. It takes her months, though? To see that? It should not take her months. She's a very clever and intelligent. I thought Villanelle was clever and intelligent. Well, I thought that's right. what they established. Oh, uh, maybe Oksana's clever and intelligent. I don't know. Or maybe Villanelle is clever and intelligent and Villanelle. Villanelle was giving off atheist vibes or at the very least agnostic. How does she arrive at Catholicism? Good He's just question. shaking his head. I just there's a lot of Good routes question. one can take. If you're looking for an answer outside of yourself, perhaps in the ethereal, in the fourth dimension, in the fucking stars, Philadelphia says, take me to the nunnery. You know, the only way that I can stomach this is what I already said. Villanelle is so distraught over not getting to lay biblically with Eve that it has forced her into ridiculousness, <laughs> completely illogical behavior, even for her. And now she's in a nunnery. She's like, if I can't have Eve, I'll have no one. Celibacy. That's the only yep. way that it, I can deal with this. Yeah, it's a step. It's, it's the only it's way. It's the two step. It's the Euro step from Not the, the Euro cannot step. take your veil. So it's like I'm either going to murder the one I love and bury her oh and lay her to rest <laughs> since I can't lay her to rest biblically. And then now I'm just right. I'm going to just the shop's closed. I am in mourning. I'll be in all black <laughs> for 20 years. That's what I do. Oh, my gosh. I just have to say. Your increased use of basketball euphemisms, that is my influence of the games I force you to watch, is hilarious. Oh, yes, because I had zero idea. You said the Eurostep, right? Until you're like, boop, boop. (laughs) Um, For anyone who's not aware, Eurostep is a basketball move that is actually pretty entertaining to see in motion. And it involves stepping around somebody, usually with two steps. The more you know. Right. Anyway. I would like that for her, but then that means that she's just going through the motions and not really believing. She's doing it because she's dramatic about it. And maybe the other uh, sisters, and maybe they all know that she's full of it. And maybe they tell her she needs to go. <laughs> like, oh, the, the church people? Yes. They got some nerve <laughs> telling somebody they got to go. I don't know. But then again, anything is possible with this show at this point. Last season, we got Sandra O going, yes, Carolyn, I get it. You had great sex. No, and she wanted great sex. I know you wanted great sex, Eve. (laughs) Excuse me. I nearly choked. Look, this has been extremely draining. And it looks like here, from what I can see, there was just one other article that... (laughs) All right. Deep sigh. Deep sigh. I'm now... (laughs) I'm Eve Palastrian Series 3 in Jamie's kid's bed with a teddy bear raised up above my head going, what do you want from me? (laughs) What do you want from me? Or if I could do the spin, Jennifer Love Hewitt. Right. From I Know You Last Summer. (laughs) What are you waiting for? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Y'all couldn't see my arms, but they were wide open and I was attempting to spin. Right. So in the past month or so, since we were last looking at Killing Eve stuff, there's not really been anything new Apart from what we read earlier from Deadline and TV Line, and it looks like there's an earlier here from TV Line. I don't think we covered it, but you read the title before. You read the first TV Line title, which was Killing Eve, Has Villanelle Found a Higher Calling? 2022, first look. And that was the article from December. that I think we talked about, but then Rona started doing its damn thing at the end of the year. And so we weren't able to get into the studio to actually record for New Year's and talk about it. Does it ring a bell? Oh, yes. Yes. All right, so I guess I can read it really quickly. Killing Eve's Villanelle is making another bold fashion statement and an even bolder statement about her newfound faith. As part of our 2022 First Look series, TV Line has an exclusive sneak peek at the BBC America's titular upcoming fourth and final season, 
premiering Sunday, September 27th at 8 p.m. And in it, we see Jodie Comer's effortlessly chic killer for hire looking surprisingly dowdy in a rumpled tie-dye t-shirt. What's more, as you can see in the full version of the photo below, her shirt has the motto, quote, what would Jesus do emblazoned on it? An odd choice for a woman who's certainly broken the thou shall not kill thing a few dozen times. Uh, I mean, that's... <laughs> More than a dozen, if I had to guess. Villanelle's far away expression here is sort of hard to read too. Is she honestly giving religion a fair shake or is she just playing along to get closer to her latest target? Let us hope. Oof. More photos from season four also find Villanelle in a spiritual setting, so it seems to be a major theme in the final season. All we know is we're praying for some resolution to her relationship with Sandra O's Eve before the series draws to a close. Quote, after the emotional climax of season three, Eve, Villanelle, and Carolyn are in very different places, according to the official description. Following Eve and Villanelle's exchange on the bridge, Eve is on a revenge mission while Villanelle has found a brand new community in an attempt to prove she's not a monster. Having killed Paul, Carolyn goes to extraordinary lengths to continue to chase down the Twelve and the person that ordered Kenny's hit. So series four is all about who killed Kenny after series three was about who killed Kenny. Please. Series three, episode Please. one is when Kenny died. So by the finale, we just got the 12 killed Kenny. <sighs> and now we're starting series four and we're going, we need to get who killed Kenny. Just, and it's Constantine. Help, help. How are, what? Constantine is responsible. We got to the end of series three. Like we did that. We did it. We did it. And I know and we haven't rewatched it recently, it but evidently so. To close this out, it says, This season follows our extraordinary women, each driven by passion, revenge, and obsession, building towards a messy, nuanced, and totally glorious series finale. That is the end. Well, those who are getting these pressers, or well, these advanced screenings, they're only getting up to a certain number of episodes. So to say things like glorious season finale when you don't know is... Wishful thinking at best. I will say the tone of this article tried to be as bright as it could be. Like they, they really tried to rationalize everything that they saw through a, you know, a favorable lens, which I appreciate. But it still all sounded like everybody's saying the same thing in different ways. But I feel I don't feel any more hopeful. I don't feel any more hopeful. <laughs> I'm I'm like I don't want to wait. Is this the zenith? I, my life to I be would love to I'd be. I'd like to see the smash. Right. Where it on my TV. It would be nice. I don't want to wait. I'm sorry. I'm I'm in a I dark just wanna know. Place, and it's delirium. Why? That's leading. Is this fun? To my karaoke. Why is this fun? Like what's why fun? What's fun? Keeping things. What's fun? Right. It's not fun. Right. I don't get it. I don't get it. Did it just like sing us in pain? I'm sorry, was that rhetorical? Or hopefully everybody's lying. <laughs> that is my hope. Yo, are you forgetting what we covered in the last episode? <sighs> fucking shots to the titty. Oh. Exponential leaks from fucking tourists visiting London <laughs> who had an opinion on what was happening on the set of Killing Eve for what appeared to be the final episode. I mean, I don't really know the show, but I think <laughs> that but I think that she was really good in that really Scott film, Random Passerby. Right, so that being said, do you have the answer that you need to your question? Or do you need to muse about it because... I don't have any answers. But I am in pain. I am in pain, and it has to be deliberate. Because they're letting all these people talk that don't have answers. And they're saying things that are semi-doubly. It seems... Unfathomable. It seems inflammatory. It seems ridiculous. But what if it's not? What if it's true? <laughs> How am I here? Why does this show take me here? It's because I love the show. I'm invested. Why does this show take me here? I'm invested. In because show. we were locked in episode one. We're down. And so, look, Terrence, we've known like what we were in for and what could potentially happen. We knew because we were at the highest of heights, all right? At the highest of heights with season one. It was euphoria. Like, it was incredible. Phoebe Waller-Bridge was in her bag and it was gigantic. Yes. The queer vibes were elite and immaculate from episode one all the way through to I Think About You All the Time. And then Emerald said, 
My turn, bitch. Mm-hmm. And she flexed. She brought new waves and vibes. Forced to deep. Those mystic hours. The truth is out there. Y'all know what it is. All you do is take and take and see. What? There's, Look, there's missing hours. I'm just, we had a lot. Like, remember when we were getting stuff like bug sex, door O's? Would you like to come watch? Remember when Sandra O was clutching up on that fucking door? <laughs> when she was clutching on the tree. And having the most erotic did... moment of her life until she was in fucking Italy? When she abusing chose... Hugo? When she chose not to follow Villanelle in with the ghost, with she the had whack. to clutch the tree. It was like, oh my God. Remember Woo. when Villanelle was standing in the rain after Eve dropped to her knees? And we were in distress. I see you're, you're flailing like some kind of puppet because doll. Because that was. No, it was, it was wild. Which, side note, when I heard On Your Knees in another show recently, you know, I said, mm. what? It was like that gift where you just lean in. What? On Your Knees. Derogatory versus On Your Knees. Seductive. That show is real of time, y'all. We'll probably talk about it on the Church of Misandry podcast. No, we definitely will. We definitely will. Mm-hmm. That show is bringing me happy vibes. It's giving me epic misandry in a way that I need right now, given my lowly assumptions right now of killing you. Because the bar is in the is in the basement. It's in the basement. It's can the 12th be something that matters, actually. And I don't know how exactly you do that in the final season, but... Okay, maybe two assassins, two new assassins is how you do it. Even Villanelle needs to have resolution in the boudoir. Not just emotionally, but physically, because Mm, it's mm -hmm. required for their Mm -hmm. health, both physically and mentally. Carolyn, I don't even know because, you know, I've loved Carolyn the whole time. She's a boss ass bitch. I did not understand what they wrote for her at the end of series three when Eve was like, what? And Carolyn was like, we're done. We can't stop them. So to see all this press coming out, like they did a a complete U-turn. In the writer's room, which is fine if you guys decided that what Suzanne set up was bad, but you need to make it make sense in the first episode. Like, you need to make it make sense. And I don't know if that's going to involve Eve harassing Carolyn in the way that Eve can be relentless or she was doing some shit on her own investigations and then Carolyn gets involved because she finds info. Again, I think it's incredibly risky to have all that happen off screen because Suzanne took a lot of risks and a lot of shit didn't fucking pay the fuck off. And people were not on the same page for all of the plot developments because you have to fill in the blanks your fucking self. Like, how was Eve saved? Oh, tourist. Tourist came upon her, even though they broke in to that relic of a space. And before Eve bled out, some... I can't... I, no. I, Londoner was like, oh, crikey. Shit, that's Australian. Well, they were like, oh, oh, she's bleeding. Someone call an ambulance. And from where they were in Italy, I'm like, what's the response time like, yo? Italy flexing like that? With their response time? With trauma? To save a one Eve Pilastri. Anyway, let's not go back to my science and my confusion about Suzanne's plot devices. But this is where we are. The bar is in hell. And I'm already aware that I'm going to be disappointed because I really didn't want to time jump. Y'all know I didn't want to time jump. I said over and over again, I don't want to time jump. And I have been told, Candace, there is a time jump. It's not one week. It's not one month. Bitch, it's several. I... I don't know. I want to know. My brain has deactivated. Yo, even when they said that, okay, and I've seen people in the comments, maybe Villanelle's undercover, or maybe she's there for her latest kill. And it's like, latest kill? Excuse me. Who the fuck is employing Villanelle? Why does Villanelle still have a job? Who is she killing for? Is she freelance? And where does she find those jobs? On the dark web? Because I'm just trying to figure out why Villanelle has employment. As an assassin, especially given that she was fucking the fuck up and inefficient as shit at the end of series three. Okay. Why would you like to be in a convent? Uh, because the one thing that I'm good at is eating. I can't do Ooh, that anymore. I was gonna... <laughs> right. I was uh, right. That was a dirty joke. Uh, the things that I'm good at, they're considered sins. <laughs> wow. Uh, so I I need to find a new Is getting an O purpose. or giving an O a sin? Then I don't want to be right. No, but <laughs> is it? Like, I'm, I'm imagining that Villanelle had an interview. Like, but that's probably why she has the What Would Jesus Do shirt on. Like, that's her entry, her intake, where she's like, no, yeah, I have to be all about this new, finding new purpose for myself. And I didn't know where else to turn. And I'm that purpose wasn't in between Eve's legs. I'm sorry, y'all. That's crude, but it's also a valid question. What the fuck? What what did Phoebe write those beautiful words for in season one? Every if bitches could walk away, bitches could walk away. Bitches don't show. make poor decisions. Like even if you think having sex with this person is a poor sex decision, people make poor sex decisions all the time. Literally, True. 
Life is littered with them. He was with Nico Palastro. Right. I was about to she say. She turned him down. Evan McDonald. And made him the runniest, most horrific looking eggs we've ever seen. That Eve Palastri does not want her owe. Eve Palastri, who didn't give a fuck that Hugo saw her take that earpiece out. And when he was getting his feelings, she was like, next time bring me my coffee, coffee right. hot. Like, right. <laughs> like, I don't care about you, your fucking feelings. That Eve Palastri? The one who crushed Asha's chest and went after what she wanted? That Eve Palastri. All right. Okay. I don't know what is going on. I don't know. I'm not in a happy space. I am panicking. Oh, are you in panic mode? Is that what this is? These long, drawn-out silences that we don't usually have? <laughs> Discussing Killing Eve. Oh, my, 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 my. Four my, weeks. My. The countdown, has, well, for most, the countdown has already begun. But it, it is upon us. In a week, it'll be the same month as Killing Eve premieres. And then from there, I just feel like the minutes are just going to fly by. And I want to remember this experience for the joy that it is. <laughs> it is joy. It is joy. And not for the... I, I, maybe maybe there's not nonsense. I just, I, I just want this to be a gotcha moment. I want this all to be a lie. You it said was all a lie. You hope they're trolling us. Yes, that is my hope. I have to hang on to that. It was a lie. It was all a lie. Right. I have to hang on to that. I do. Well, this segment is ending on quite the note. Where's the funeral music? <laughs> I mean, at this point. <gasps> Here lies Candace and Terrence's hope and dreams for the future of killing you. No! No, no. Not yet. Not yet, bitch. What's that gift with a guy? I posted on the account. Where oh, yeah, he comes he back gets to life, the, right? The resuscitating. Yeah. Let's try and resuscitate for the next segment. Let's try and muse like you would do when you was a young queer mo. Go into a rave. Do you know? Like, you remember that optimism of getting dressed up, going with your friends, and you're first stepping into the venue and you hear that, that bass and it starts to hit your body, fill you with vibes. And then times later, perhaps assisted by other wares. Hmm. You are having the best time of your life. And you look at your fucking friend and you guys share that moment. And you're like, I'm just happy to be alive. Everything is fucking possible. Everything. We need to go into musings like that. You know what? I feel like I can do that. I can do that. Yes, I can. I can do that. Yes, we can. You know, I think some club type music, some drop it low music might help us get into the vibes. You know To start what? this fucking segment. I agree. <laughs> 